You're listening to episode 140 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Brian, we have a dong-sized show here after taking three weeks off. It is, it is, it's massive and slightly intimidating. It's, ra- it's rather girthy, I thought. It is, it is, but... I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I, I thought you were building me up for something really good there. See? And, uh, see? <laughs> now the listeners who are in, in the live chat can get to understand how frequently you're disappointed, Brian. <laughs> how frequently we're all disappointed. Um, yeah. Now, before we get started, we wanted to announce to all of you in the live chat that uh, the next live show will be here on Ustream Saturday, August 23rd, as we promised. That's the truth. <laughs> That's right. It's been confirmed. It's going to happen. That's the truth. There you go. Once a month, as we promised. Let's yes. Do, let's do a show, sir. It's, uh, there's so much about it. I'm like, uh, I, let's go. Oh, shit. Yeah, go ahead then. <laughs> go. <laughs> Fucking go. Lead me, sir. Lead me. All right, so time for Random Vegas. What do you got? In 2008, Clark County built the parking lot attached to the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign, but made it only accessible to drivers heading southbound or heading towards the back of the sign. Now, if you are approaching it northbound, so you see the welcome part of the sign, you will have to drive past the sign, then pull a U-turn to get into the parking lot. Now, Clark County said they did this for two reasons. The first, most people coming to visit are tourists who were already staying on the Strip. And the second, for safety reasons. We got that from an article... I guess covered all those. I don't, I don't know why I'm describing it any further, but <laughs> we got for, we got it from some publication that right. does things known as Las Vegas Weekly. They do things Las Vegas related in the on a realm free- of realm of ri- the written word <laughs> on a basis known as of the week. A, a week, a recurring weekly um, publication. There it is. Information anyway. shared to you. Yes. See, we also have the Vegas Mayor Review of the Week, don't we? As, once again. I don't even remember how to do this guy. No. Show. <laughs> this week's review is Robert's July 20th review of Michael Jackson 1 at Mandalay Bay. Gave it four out of five chips. Not a man of many words, Robert. Hologram was disappointing. Expected more, but still an enjoyable show. Oh, Karen. <laughs> oh, so Robert enlightening. Knows. This guy knows. That's the only reason you picked this. There's a weak the hologram. only reason. Weak. You picked this. Weak hologram. The show was amazing. It's good. Let's not, let's not get fucking ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> oh, oh, they kept coming from you. That's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark, let's not get ahead of ourselves. 
Let's not. I don't, I don't understand the correlation <laughs> you're making, Brian. <laughs> I, have, I have no experience with this. Give it time. Give okay. it time. <laughs> All right. How about the Twipping of the Week? This week's winner has pulled off an impressive feat. Now, we've remarked several times that candidates in the past that appeared to be locks to win Twit Pick of the Week have been usurped by others we came across later in the week. Now, this photo survived all comers since its candidacy was announced back on July 7th. It has also captured, unexpectedly for the first time, how I arrive in Vegas. It's a picture at Captain X Dave brought to our attention that at KTNV tweeted during the 4th of July fireworks. It's of two bolts of lightning appearing to hit Vegas, two tallest attractions, Stratosphere and the High Roller, during the 4th of July fireworks, although the photo only captures one in mid-burst over Caesars. This photo was taken at night from a balcony at Cosmopolitan looking north over the fountains of Bellagio. So many metaphoric translations could be made of this photo, but I think my favorite is dueling manzies in Vegas, Mother Nature versus the fireworks, and also... I travel to Vegas by a lightning like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Le- legend has it. It's true. <laughs> legend has it. Uh, it is a fine photograph, and as always, we'll link such photographs on our blog, our Flickr and Pinterest pages, Facebook, face, wow, wow, Facebook, and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show. And I, I would if like that to- were if that line were longer, I wouldn't have screwed it up. Yeah. And I'd like to apologize to everyone in the live show because you just got fucked out of three chapters of the Enhanced Podcast because I completely forgot. So Whoops-a-daisies. There it is. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's funny. My son, he's uh, my son's going to be two in a couple of months, and whenever something falls down, is he just really looks over two? at you and real wide-eyed, and he goes, E-O, E-O. And he doesn't say, uh-oh. He goes, E-O. So now all the time when something happens, we just instinctively say E-O instead of uh-oh. <laughs> The joy is parenthood. I can't uh, believe he's going to be two. I can't believe he's two either. He's huge, too. Yeah, when, huge. when's the next one coming? Come on. No, don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Sometime in the future. I mean, you, you do, do have an idea, Whenever, right? whenever Angela decides. You, 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 <laughs> no, you would no, have an a, idea. Hey, you, you watch it. It's a mutual decision. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I know, I know who's that. in charge. Uh, you watch that dirty horish mouth of yours. <laughs> you watch it. All right. Let's move on to the news. All right, our first piece of news. Uh, drone advertising. This should be good. Mm. This week, a, <laughs> <laughs> a, start- <laughs> a startup company by a 19-year-old called Dronecast began their marketing push in Las Vegas. The name of the company is Dronecast, not the 19-year-old. <laughs> An 11-pound... That's that's a relief. (laughs) Otherwise, he'd have awful parents. (laughs) An 11-pound, $25,000 drone could be seen making passes by the Mirage Volcano 35 to 40 feet in the air, carrying a 3-by-12-foot banner advertising the company. However, the U.S. government says what Dronecast is doing is illegal. They claim that drones are currently not approved for commercial use in FAA-regulated airspace, only for hobby. However, Dronecast owner says his legal counsel has informed him that FAA regulations are not enforceable laws, and in fact, there are no laws restricting drone use. But let's say the FAA regulations are law. To be safe, Dronecast followed said regulations. Specifically, 
the FAA regulation that says you can't operate a drone within five miles of the airport. The problem with the technology now is that the aircraft must always be within the operator's sight. At least that's what the equipment available to the public has the ability to do. While Dronecast is a new company, this isn't their coming out party. Not only have they already flown their drones over crowds at four concerts, they also have added technology to the aircrafts to allow them to release things like coupons over crowds while displaying customizable signage. A few other features Dronecast offers is the ability to fly a pre-programmed flight path per hardware they have added to the aircraft. For safety reasons, they've installed emergency parachutes in case of a malfunction, but Dronecast owner was quick to point out that he nor has any member of his 15-man team ever crashed one of their aircraft thanks to extensive open field practice. Dronecast prices are negotiable, but generally run in the 50,000 per appearance realm. The company is on track to generate 1.5 million this year. Here's my biggest concern about Dronecast is that noise. Oh, that humming, that everywhere. Yeah, just all over yeah. the strip, oh, all over anywhere, I, I would imagine would be insanely annoying, but I don't know, mildly interesting. Wait, so I'm sorry, hold on. I can't see anything. I have a blank screen. Brian, do you see anything on the whatever is supposed to be the screen where Mark was before? Oh, no, I see a banner for Dronecast being hmm. flown around by a okay. drone. Refresh your screen. Well, um, obviously. <laughs> yeah, stupid. That would have been the first thing I thought of, but yet you spoke up. <laughs> so let's see. Keep going. Don't worry about oh, me. Oh, no, we're Oh, no, I get a commercial. Oh, I want to save her. I got before. I want to save her this. Yeah, Captain, Captain X Dave seen the, sees the, uh, the, the proper see, there you go. image as well. My guess is this is technology in women, which is... This is... Ooh. Oh, walk away. Oh, do what, do what women do with technology. Just walk away from it. Be a perfect <laughs> example of your breed. <laughs> You're a disgrace to your kind of all. Everywhere. Oh, you get on that mic and you say something. The only reason I'm a disgrace to my kind is I put up with your ass. It's the only reason. Ooh, Everyone so true. Yeah, so if true. they were aware of the junk in which you have to deal with, they, they would understand. Well, both of you guys are right. <laughs> Brian says we're both right. <laughs> You're both right about each other. We're not going to wait for you anymore to slow us down, as women have done for eons. You know what? Keep up with the fucking women thing and see the next time you get laid. What's Keep up, going. Dude? Keep going. Mm, I'm pretty sure you won't hold to that. But... <laughs> I, hear the, I, I hear the weakness in her voice, Mark. Really? Do you? She's you wavering weakness? as she makes such a bold, ludicrous do, statement. Do I, do I look like I'm wavering? Yes, you, you really do. You really need to just keep fucking moving. Mm, do I? Yeah. <laughs> yep. your, your computer skills are about as strong as your resolve. <laughs> See, and I used to like Brian. <laughs> now not so much. I like him more. There so we it go. It's just, it's a seesaw thing. There We're, it used is. Right. We're used to that here. <laughs> All Let's right. move along. Uh, what else do we have? We've got uh, some information on the opening at Liaison. <laughs> this show, if Oh, not, the irony. Right. <laughs> if not only with its excessively homoerotic humor, has tried to show from day one that we are huge advocates of gay rights. 
While gay marriage is still not legal in Vegas, the Strip just made another step forward in its first gay nightclub in a property whose target market is the LGBT community. It is located in Bally's, and it is run by Dre's. We've is that dance? <laughs> I think it actually is. Oh, Busted. Busted Dazzy. <laughs> <laughs> now... We have reported on this in the past, but for those of you who don't know, here's a recap. While Bill's was being transformed into Cromwell, Dre's nightclub in the property relocated itself to Bally's. Now that Cromwell is open, they have returned, but rather than repurpose the space or attempt to create another nightclub on the Strip, Victor Dre and Caesars Entertainment decided to cater to a market that has been long underserved with options. So the Dre's Club in Bally's became the Strip's first club to specifically cater to the LGBT community. While currently only in a soft opening, Liaison will be open Thursday through Sunday, 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. with a cover of $20, but that includes any drink of choice. Locals get in for free before midnight. Plans are to eventually open to seven days a week, but right now they are building up steam for their grand opening August 16th, which is an audible from the originally planned August 23rd, they changed it so it didn't coincide with SLS Vegas expedited opening date. About a week after this story was released, Las Vegas Advisor reported that Crave will officially close at its current location to be replaced by another LGBT offering called Equilibrium. No word who the owners of this new concept are, but my guess is it's literally just a name change. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's cool too. Uh, I obviously will probably never set foot in there, but uh, it's like you mentioned ever. earlier. It's uh, <laughs> it's serving a, a demographic that is uh, it is it is in fact way underserved in Vegas. There's Absolutely. no question about that. Absolutely. Yep. Cool. Moving on, uh, we've got some information on the state of Atlantic City. It was announced that the Trump Plaza in Atlantic City is closing this September. Interestingly, Carl Icahn attempted to purchase it last year for twenty million but the offer was rejected. Trump Plaza will be the third property to close in Atlantic City this year. The Atlantic Club, formerly ACH, formerly the Atlantic City Hilton. Most impressively, the original Steve Wynn Golden Nugget Atlantic City closed in January. Caesar Showboat Casino will close in August. And once all three close, almost 3,000 people will be out of jobs. On a good note, Six buyers lined up when Revel went on the market, so there is about 3,000 people breathing a sigh of relief. Uh, that that whole market, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to get into all of it, but it's it's been well documented that I've never been. There's not much that Karen and I have, I guess I guess you could say enjoyed it. We've been there. Yeah, we've been there. You I, enjoyed I, it. I, I think I think the boardwalk. Is, <laughs> Karen did not like it. So I'm sensing Karen did not like it. I think the boardwalk is adorable. I think they've not done half of what they could do with that market, and they seem to have no interest in making that effort either. So instead, they're just like, oh, well, let's close places. That's the problem. We have too many places and not enough people. Like, oh, close. That's definitely the... There you go. We'll just filter them into other places. But That's the answer. It's... What are you going to do? They have, they have expanded the market from Philly to New York to Connecticut. And now the shitty offerings that Atlantic City has kind of sat upon and made no real effort to is now suffering. So mm-hmm. go fuck yourself, yeah. Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, moving on. Benny's Barbecue Bullpen. Yeah, Benny's. Benny's. Is it 
Bennies or binnies? No, it, it's, well, I guess I fucked that all up, didn't I? It's Binion's. <laughs> Benny's Bullpen, Sports Bar and Cigar Lounge is now Benny's Barbecue and Brews. Other than it's a the, huge, huge change. It's huge. Other than the cuisine change, not much else is changing except the removal of couches to make way for more traditional restaurant seating. Interestingly enough, Binion's already had a $30,000 smoker they purchased about a decade ago that has been recertified for use. Players Club card members will also get about $2 off virtually all menu items. They will also serve microbrews from Chicago Brewing Company, largely because the owners of Binion's also own the Chicago Brewing Company. Benny's Smoking Barbecue and Brews is going to be open daily, 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Cool. God, time Hopefully it's changing. good. I know, right? <laughs> Here, Hopefully eat it's it. good. Yeah, I mean, you know, barbecue food and beer. Sort of difficult commodities to come by. <laughs> Our next story, Kiss Vegas Residency. Hard Rock officially announced that their next residency will be the rock band KISS. KISS is a band that most expected would become a residency at the joint ever since their first resident Motley Crue set up. KISS will perform nine shows starting Wednesday, November 5th, then every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday until their last show in which they will skip the Friday show and have Saturday and Sunday show. Until they're all dead. Right. <laughs> Shows will begin at 8 p.m. Mission starts at $50 with VIP sitting. God damn it. I'm, I, I'm awful right now. It's been a long time. We're, we're a little apologize. rusty. We are rusty. It's been a long time. We shouldn't left you. Without, without a dope beat to Without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> There we go. We've got it. Now. There we go. All right. There we go. <laughs> we're good. We're good now. We've got it. <laughs> Shows will begin at 8 p.m. Admission starts at $50 with VIP seating available starting at $300. And meet and greet packages are available. They start at $1,250. It's Kiss, Karen? I've seen Kiss a number of times. These are They actually put on a pretty decent show. Have you really seen them? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Get out of here. Yeah. I actually like watching them live. I don't. I, will, I don't listen to their music. Um, like I wouldn't listen to them on my headphones while I'm at the gym necessarily. But if like I have in every case previously, I've had free tickets to go see them. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, and it's been an enjoyable show. Like uh, there are some some bands that I wouldn't go to see a show if you paid me money to go right, see. Right, right. But this was uh, they've they've always done a good show. It's funny you say that. I've heard many people say that they're not necessarily giant fans. Of their music, but love their live shows. No. Hmm. Yeah. yeah I, well, I don't. I. I mean, obviously, they've got some um, some music that is forever going to resonate through the annals of rock and roll history. I. I think it was an entertaining show. Whether you're, um, you know, a Kiss fan or not, you know, you can appreciate uh, an entertaining show. Fair enough. Yep. There it is. I have spoken. That's right. I have spoken. <laughs> we're, we're all just waiting on Mark at this point. Oh, Come on, so keep going. Right now, make it up. So Move it along. This is the worst idea ever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking coffee, and every sip is hopefully making me a little bit more enjoyable and interesting. I'm drinking Miller Fortune, and every sip is making me less tolerable. More of a, more of a, a story antagonist. <laughs> He's an incoherent an, ass hat. He's always an antagonist. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> go, Mark, go. Says, says you. I hate yeah, me so yeah. much right now. Welcome to my life. 
All right. Well, how about this? Let's move on to our next item of discussion today. Poor discussion. The illegal World Cup gambling. Now, Tell in, us, Mark. I will. An Asian mob-connected illegal World Cup betting operation was busted of course it at is. Caesar's Palace. Of course it is. <laughs> Well-known poker player Paul Fall, or Paul Fall, Paul Fall, Paul Fall, Paul Fall, Paul is accused of being one of the ringleaders and was arrested along with 20 others. Caesar's was not involved in the criminal activity and cooperated with authorities. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, first of all, I can't understand how people watch it, let alone bet on it. But I guess well, if you Caesar's, have to watch Caesar it. Caesar said they weren't involved, so they weren't, right? There you go. <laughs> that's, who's going to argue with that, Brian? I don't understand how that's funny. God, I just want to eat a bullet. Oh, I suck so much right now. Stop trying so hard. Just I am be yourself. trying really hard. I know. Stop it. I want to be funny. Okay, you're funny when you're you, not when you're trying to be. I should probably drink massive amounts of this in front of me rapidly. Massive amounts of it. <laughs> Don't you need to put something else in front of you? Nice. What do we, uh, I'm mm, just asking. I'll consume you. Penis. <laughs> I don't. I don't have one of those. No, um, we're, we're at a disadvantage with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. You might be, but well, I'm not. In, in, in the idea of feeding me more penis, we are at a disadvantage <laughs> in this current. And, unless you get a lot more flexible, yeah, we're, we're gonna be I'm, in I'm working on it. It's not. It's not working. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to people. <laughs> I, I've yet to be successful. Oh Lord. With 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 that said, let's move on to our next story. <laughs> which is the all-net resort project and an update that Mark's going to provide. All right, so the privately funded $1.3 billion project took the next step in becoming reality. Vegas Shadow reported that Sahara Las Vegas Corp, they're the owners of the land between SLS and north of Fontainebleau. Formerly the area that, I mean, if you've been going to Vegas for over a decade, that's the place where Wet n' Wild Water Park used to be. Now, what are you doing? I didn't see the picture come up yet. I was trying okay, to Okay, of tell course you, you don't because there's no, a there's a good There is. There's a 15 second delay and I was counting. Oh, you're counting. <laughs> and I actually counted to like 19 you're like, you're 20 like 19, seconds. 20 you're failing. You're failing. All right, so hold on. Keep going. Just what? keep going. You keep going. What are you doing? Go. Go. You go. You guys sound like a couple of children. You would know. couple of children. Couple of fucking children. <laughs> I am trying to pay attention for the listeners. All right. You just interact with the chat. Shut your fucking But yet you thanked me earlier for reminding you when you hadn't changed the picture. That was earlier. So fuck off. That was earlier. Oh, Jesus shut up and keep moving. You shut up and You keep still got moving. ten more pages. Okay, so you fucked me up in mid sentence. Shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Now, those of you who've been going to Vegas for well over 10 years, it's the home of Wet n' Wild's water park formerly. Now, they have applied for permits for everything from a recreational facility, restaurants, nightclubs, and even a grocery store. However, they officially confirmed what was originally, I guess, thinly veiled, or at least wasn't clearly pointed out, which is they didn't apply for a casino on the property because they don't plan to have one. This is simply meant to be a recreational facility. 
The plan is to turn the 27 acres into a 22,000-seat arena, which would be the largest in Vegas, with a retractable roof. All right, see, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because whether you're going to get a hockey team or a basketball team, you're not going to fucking have a retractable roof for either of those. Unless maybe they want to have, like, an indoor-outdoor arena league. There you go. Now you're on to something. There you go. Now, other than the 500-room resort and spa that would be 45 stories tall, the rest of the plan sounds very similar to MGM's The Park with a landscape promenade, dining, shopping, etc., etc. As with most things in Vegas, don't start getting excited until ground is broken, but the fact that this is privately financed and doesn't have plans to include a casino is encouraging that it could actually happen. As has been the goal for the last decade, this arena is ultimately designed to attract either an NBA or an NHL franchise. Alright, uh, well, NHL in Vegas. Perfect segue. The NHL Deputy Commissioner confirmed that the league has been in discussions with TV and film producer Jerry Bruckheimer about owning a franchise in Vegas. This further fuels the fire that the NHL will soon announce expansion franchises in Vegas and Kansas City. A source with AEG confirmed that they have a standing offer to Brookheimer to develop, operate, and possibly own the stadium his team would play in in Vegas. Interestingly enough, AEG just happens to be partnering with MGM to build the largest arena in Vegas as an anchor to their attraction, the park complex, located behind New York, New York, and New York, New York, New York. New York, New York, New York. It's new. <laughs> it's new. It's what they're changing it to. <laughs> New York, New York, and Monte Carlo, in which AEG will just so happen to be doing all those things. On the NBA front, Commissioner Silver said that while Vegas is being considered for an NBA awards show as well as a mid-season tournament, similar to soccer, equally stupid, uh, the league has no <laughs> plans to expand to this point, nor is any team looking to relocate. I'll cut all that together so it doesn't sound nearly as space. Yeah, the, the chat is, is determined that it, hockey is not coming to Vegas. I would have thought the same thing, but hockey, of all the sports, is the one that could expand. Although the interesting thing is it doesn't matter because in the markets well, they're in, no one gives a shit. But, but our Canadian friends have said, no, Seattle first, but then Quebec someplace. Sure. Quebec, Quebec is like a... a it's like Quebec, a, by the way. I know, but it's it's like... it's Excuse Who me? Cares? It's, it's Quebec. Quebec. It, it's a fucking state. <laughs> whatever. Totally so disregarded you. The whole state is in there. Yeah, whatever. I, I agree with you, but then again, I, the fact that America has taken over so many of the, the homes of hockey teams it, to the disgruntlement of our Canadian friends, I don't get considering it's their <laughs> sport and they're the ones that would frequent the teams most frequently. I don't know. I, don't. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think I, if, I if you're going to add another hockey team, it probably needs to be someplace up north because that's all they do up there. I would agree. Yeah, Poker Bucket List makes a good point, saying one-third of locals work at night so they can't support a team. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Oh, that's a great point. I didn't think about that yep. when you consider the number of people working at casinos. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on to our next, well, I guess it's a uh, sports night because it's Major League Soccer in Vegas. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's really a sport, Brian, or a professional sport. But desperately speaking... Most of the world would probably disagree. I, uh, I don't. Most of the world can go suck it. We're American. We're, we're number one. 
We're so. American. It's right. right. We're American. We're we, football. It's, we it's, spell football with two O's. That's right. Not a U. Two giant men. Who, two <laughs> giant men. There's more than two. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> Shh, that's my sport. Uh, desperately seeking <laughs> any form of professional sports franchise, yet another group is looking to build a stadium in Las Vegas. This one is to court a major league soccer team. It would be located in Symphony Park. For those of you who don't know, it's basically behind Plaza. The stadium would be open air with a retractable vinyl roof and a shit ton of AC to help combat the desert climate. Even when the roof is retracted, it would be more like Dallas Cowboys Stadium and only open over the field. The crowd would remain in the shade from the sun. It will see 24,000, 24,000 people don't go see soccer, let alone in Vegas. Are you kidding? Okay, not in America. Let's let, let me rephrase that. Not in America. They're, One game. Yeah. How many? How many people? Uh, man, we were in Columbus when the when the Columbus. What were they? It wasn't the Quest. What are they? The Columbus something. Oh shit! But I Columbus, know. who ago. gives a fuck? You know what's funny? Chicago, it's the Chicago Fire. It's, I don't, it's I don't that we remember. Columbus. The, the girls' basketball league that lasted three fucking seasons before we remember the name I, of the I don't remember it. I don't remember that. The Columbus no. Quest. That's who it was. Don't remember that. I remember it. It doesn't matter. It's arbitrary. Anyway, it will be a 24,000-seat arena as well as... Okay, that picture looks a hell of a lot bigger than 24,000 seats. Well, look at the seats. They're tiny around it's, the square. The size of a soccer field is, like, way bigger than a football field. It's huge. It's large, but that doesn't mean the seating area is as large. It should be. It should be. <laughs> it's going to seat 24,000, and while the cost wasn't released based on other MLS facilities, it would run 70 to 200 million. <laughs> I love that range. <laughs> and now the money to create such a stadium would come from bonds, which would be repaid via sales tax on tickets. The group goes before the Vegas City Council August 20th for approval. If approved, they expect to hear from MLS by the end of the year. I think the stadium looks cool. I'll give them that. It does look cool. Yeah, it, I think it, it seems a little small, though. It does seem small. 24,000? Yeah. I think that sounds baseball like stadiums. No, baseball stadiums have more. Okay, baseball stadiums shock me as well. I don't know how the fuck they ever pack in that many people. But then again, I'm from Cleveland, so we suck and we don't ever pack those kind of things. But I don't know. I, that seems to make sense to me. 24,000? No. no. No? It seems very small. Very small. I, I, I the still... average football, like regular football stadium, holds Foot, 60. Football? No, no. U.S. No, not football. Not football, football. American football. Fo- real football. Football. Right. football holds like. The real sport. 60 to 70,000 people. I know. Okay. So. When you have a, a stadium a field that's bigger, mm-hmm. the stadium around it, mm-hmm. forget the upper decks and everything else, just the basics, you should be at least, you know, forty to 50,000 people. You think people will be lining up outside? Like, I'm not I want to see some soccer. I'm not saying, no, football. football? Um, I'm not saying that they're going to line up for it. I'm saying the stadium see- should, should seat that easy. I still hold steadfast that it's disappointing that the rest <laughs> of the world finds a sport Jesus. that, that we, we employ children to, to play to tire themselves out with little to no rules and and they have made it somehow a global phenomenon <laughs> like run and kick the ball you're doing great apparently we're, the only, great, we're the only country that doesn't get it because everybody else does well because we prefer to be entertained the rest of the world just <laughs> 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 
I don't think Mark likes soccer. I think that's the take. I think that's the big takeaway here. Suck at global audience. Suck at global, global audience. That's what your notes look like, your private notes over That's there. That's right. Suck it, comma, the ones that you don't audience. see. <laughs> that, that, was, that was my primary joke at the end of like, oh, they're going to love this. <laughs> Kiss it. my ass, world. <laughs> <laughs> love me. Eat my ass on your sport. He's, these are all... He's, <laughs> These are all these are all hidden notes, so Brian and Karen can't see that I thought were gems of jokes. Yeah, how, how are those working out for you? They're not working well. I won't <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> Just like move this forward. is not the reaction I thought I would get from either of you. <laughs> I expected some doubling over. Is what I expected. This has been a horrible, horrible decision on my part. <laughs> Stop trying well, to be well, funny. we're used to that. Now, see, see, they know. I know I'm sharing it with the with the audience. I write and create the show, and I'm awful at it. So. No, you're not awful at it. Just when you try to be. Oh, funny. it's gonna be great. They're gonna listen. Like Jesus Christ, the abortion of that show. Like this is a really good show. Like I edit well. <laughs> the editing, yeah. There's a lot. It's gonna be excessive. Editing. I won't lie to you. You quit being such a tryhard and just be yourself. That is the truth. And the funny thing is, that, is, is the two people who know me best on this planet are like going, Mark, stop it. You're, what are you doing? Stop. It is Come me. On. It's me. By the way, the international listeners are mad now. Aww. I don't apologize. <laughs> I don't. Says says one person. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. You might only have <laughs> the one, international one international listener right now. <laughs> in the chat. I hate I hate poker bucket list brings up NASCAR. I hate NASCAR. I think it's the biggest fucking waste of time. Oh I'd rather watch God. soccer. Not, than NASCAR. They're going left. Yeah, they're still going it's left. Not a, it's not a sport. And they're going left. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, people do watch it for the wrecks. Yeah. People watch it for the wrecks because their lives are miserable and they just want to see shit blow up. That's it. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story. Flame at, at El Cortez. It was reported that Flame Steakhouse at El Cortez will close in August and be replaced with Siegel's 1941, a 24-hour restaurant. Now, the name is a nod to when Bugsy Siegel bought the property in 1945. 1941 is when the property originally opened. The design concept is said to be historic, complete with archival artwork. Vegas Eater did confirm that some of the more popular options that Flame was well known for, like the roasted prime rib and seasonal stone crab, will be available on the new menu. However, there was a lot of uproar over Flame closing a classic old school. I don't know how long it was there, but it was classic and it was old school. And I don't know. It looks kind of cool. Clearly, if it were more popular, it would still be open. So, I don't know. I'm not nearly as nostalgic when it comes to, to downtown. Still there, Brian? Ah. Uh oh. We expected this to possibly happen. Mm. Brian, being vice. He's still he's still logged in online. Yeah, it's not coming through that. Uh, Brian, being via Skype, is currently being subject to yeah thunderstorms in in the Indiana area, and we expected yeah, at some in point. Indiana area. Indiana. I said Indiana area. He said in the in the Indiana, Indiana area is what I said, but. Regardless, we, we kind of expected this to happen, disappointingly, but uh, it does it does seem that we have lost him, so Karen will now fill in. Hold on. This is way more pressure than I wanted to have. Right. <laughs> so next up, Fremont gets a grocery store. Now, considering the press this got, you would have thought that another celebrity chef or biggest property was opening, but in fact, it was confirmed this week that Tony Shea's own real-life SimCity 
will soon have a grocery store. Hooray! It's a 6,000 square foot space located across the street from El Cortez. It's similar to Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. It will have an outdoor seating area. It's going to have sidewalk dining as well as a the stuff that's pretty common in newer grocery stores like a hot and cold salad bar, sandwiches, and the likes like that. Now, the Fremont Street Grocery Store, or whatever hipster name they end up coming up with, is expected to open around the end of September this year. Does this interest you at all? Well, Doesn't um, it sound like a Walgreens? It sounds like a Walgreens already. I mean, okay, a better one. I apologize, a better one. But doesn't Walgreens already do this minus all the cooler hipster stuff? No. No? Okay. No. Right. So um, I'm, I'm looking at the picture, and I'm trying to figure out what's there already. And are they really cha- changing that whole building into... Well, the building on the left is El Cortez. The building well, on the right would yeah. be... Okay. Got it. Okay, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the one with the sign on top that says hotel. All right, smartass, the just, other side. Right. I don't, I don't I don't. know square footage is my problem. Does that look like it'd be 6,000 square foot size? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, at least. Okay, well, that is what it's supposed to do. They're completely replacing whatever it was. Uh, this is one of the few buildings that Fifth Street Gaming won't own. Actually. They're renting from the leaser. Six th- uh, from the owner. They're leasing from the owner. God, I'm 6,000 square feet <laughs> is not that big. It's not that big? So well, maybe it's, it's only not going to be the whole All thing. All I basically did is I, is I took a, a screenshot because there were no really good shots of it in, in the story. So I took a screenshot via IMAPS or whatever the fuck it's called uh, to, to get the idea. So I wasn't really sure how much of that space it would open. Mm-hmm. When I looked at it directly, it didn't look like it was multiple locations, but that doesn't mean that they didn't say of this space, you're only getting this much. So Yeah, so um, hmm. 6,000 square feet for a grocery store is not that big. But well, if, it's a, if it's a Trader Joe's or something, you have the high-end, kitschy... That is what it sounded like. It's kind of Whole Foods-type yeah. situation. Yeah, like Trader almost, Joe's is better. Yeah, almost, almost like a, a, a grocery store slash... Like, like almost leaning more towards a cafe kind of-ish thing. Okay, well, store. that's not a grocery store. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. This is just what I was reading into it. They we'll seem stop. to be really excited about being able stop to pick up sandwiches and shit like that. The whole thing. There. Yeah. No? Stop. Is that not what Trader Joe's yeah. does? They have, like, their own little tiny pre-made sandwiches and... No. I don't know. No. That's how I read... That's, that's, that's what it said. They were really excited about the outdoor seating. Awesome. Food. I don't know where the outdoor seating is going to be, but all right. Good. They have, like, baristas and shit in there. One of the articles said something about baristas in, in Trader Joe's or something. Okay, so that's in a coffee shop. I'm aware of what a barista is. I'm Are just you? saying, is that not you sure? common? I've never gone into a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's. They don't have those in those. I've never seen a barista in Whole Foods. All right, Foods. so they must be doing some kind of a hybrid of a grocery store and these other things. <sighs> Fucking side. You know what's like- funny? You'll love this. You know what? You know what? As I was reading the story, do you know what came to mind? What? Mars Cheese Factory. <laughs> Except with outdoor seating. Because remember, they have a restaurant in there. They have other... Mars... 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 Mars cheese... Cheese, Karen, cheese Karen, castle. Cheese Karen, castle. Not cheese factory. Oh, cheese, cheese castle. castle. That is... Yeah. yeah, the cheese... Karen, my oh, experience wow. in the world is very limited. <laughs> That's... Uh, listen, I'm just being honest. Um, can we can we just move on? Next story? I'm going to guess you disagree with almost yeah, everything I, I say. I, I do. All right. Up next. City of Rock and aggressive shuttle service. <laughs> Can't Des- wait to hear about this yeah, one. Despite a few voice concerns, MGM has been approved to move forward with the development of the City of Rock Outdoor Events Center. 
Beyond the crotchety whinings of noise, security, and traffic, one interesting point was brought to light. There are absolutely no plans for parking on the entire project. MGM said they intend to have a, quote, very aggressive shuttle system based on, quote, the lot across the street from Luxor. So basically, they want everyone to go all the way south strip so they can take you all the way north strip to the very tip of north strip because this entire area is directly across the street from SLS. They also said accommodations could be allowed for some on-site parking after the Rock and Rio event, which is basically the catalyst that's going to kick this whole thing off. A provision was proposed that would restrict the number of events at the venue to 16 per year when executives suggested only 12. Lastly, MGM announced they are revising the number of attendees allowed at each event from 88,000 to 55,000 per day. Ramblings about the benefits of a public light rail transportation system were muttered, to which the Las Vegas monorail said, oh, you mean like a shuttle service that starts all the way down at MGM and then takes you to SLS, like right across the street, something like that? We could do it. Yeah. The city of Rock is expected to cost $20 million to build. I don't see how this doesn't isn't huge and popular. And What else are you going to do with all that giant land? $20 million to do this to. And I happen to agree with the Las Vegas monorail, although they didn't actually say that, just for the record. I don't want to get sued. Really, it's right fucking there. You know the one thing I think would be a great expansion? Las Vegas monorail has been talking about this forever, right? Expanding to either Fremont or the fucking airport or whatever. Imagine this expansion, if this is actually as popular as, as MGM thinks it's so, going to be. So where where is this again? I'm sorry. It's directly across the street from SLS. SLS Sahara, right across the street. Yeah. This giant open area, they own all of it. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. No? What else are they going to use it for? You can't put anything else there. But why would you go there? Why? I... Just to go there, if well, you want to gamble, first of all, Rock and Rio is going to be there. Oh well, then it's a giant there concert venue. Are you paying attention at all? It's a giant outdoor concert venue. You aren't paying attention at all, were you? To you? Not at all. Nope. Oh, you're fantastic. It is a giant outdoor concert awesome. arena. Awesome. I yeah. Electric Daisy Carnival would also end up being relocated there at some point. That would be good for the rest of this trip. Um, well, that's Rock and Rio. That's that's. But all any this concert shit. that I want to go see. Okay, I right, will so never go it's here. It's not going to work for fucking you, but the majority of the people where they crank it, Rocket Rio brings in like 300,000 people. Okay. You're completely unimpressed. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what Rocket okay, Rio okay, is. Okay, so whether, is, whatever. whether you give okay. a shit about any of these things, imagine a, a venue that can attract 300,000 people. Do you not agree that the Las Vegas Monorail, if they're going to make if, any expansion, invest any money in an expansion, the first step be just cross the street and drop I, you off right at this I venue? You're already there because you're at SLS, right? We are at SLS, but you have to cross the street, and they don't have a pedestrian walkway. And if you're thinking that many fucking people, even if it's only fifty-five thousand a day, that's fifty-five fucking thousand people that have to cross you're, the street. You're assuming every day. Um, well, every day that there's an event. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be worth them to build it across the street. You don't know. Nope. Screw you. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Get over it. You're wrong. Oh, looks like Tomorrowland. Yes, it does. Oh wow, it does. Holy shit! <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
Hmm. What is the City of Rock other than a place for concerts? I see a little Ferris wheel. That is all it really is. And that Ferris wheel is only projected to be there for Rock and Rio. It's not like a permanent structure. Yeah, so why, again, so many other awesome places to see concerts in Vegas every day. Okay. All the time. This is not catered towards us. No, it's not even that. It's, you, you can't. It's rock festivals is all it is. I get, I get and that. And loads of drugs. Get it. But when you have all those places in Vegas where you can go see amazing artists every night of the week, it would have to be like, what, two, three, maybe four times a year you'd have a major festival down here? I don't see the point. Once a month? At least once a month. You are really going to get big enough artists, big enough festivals. All over the world. At least once a month, all over the world, there are major, major, major concert festivals. I I get that. I agree with you. If they can't pull the kind of names once a month, I agree with you. It ain't going to come to Vegas. It's not... Electric Daisy Carnival has already done it. Once Fucking a year. Rock and Rio, Once who's never year. left or who's never made it to America before, is now planning to or is committing to do this. I so mean, twice, at least once. But so you, you got ten more months to fill. I don't think you're going to get it. I don't think you're going to get the rock to I get think people there. The fact that you're investing twenty million, this is the greatest idea ever. Twenty million. Would you consider all the investments that it makes to do minor, uh, a hotel or property renovations? I what don't else even do you know why why life? why would you renovate any property for the assholes that are coming to these concerts? <laughs> do you know what this, <laughs> you not, realize well, this is all? People. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But do you do you know what this property was supposed to be? Formerly, this I, is where I don't know. I this don't is care. where El Rancho. This is where a Rancho originally was. I, I, and Whatever. I'm sorry for that. But okay. what they were going to do with it? This is when they started building City Center, and they were like, "Oh, this is going to be the greatest idea fucking ever." They were going to build. City Center North there. They were so confident. So confident it was going to be great. <laughs> now they just have all this land like going, well, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's, let's bring in concerts and festivals. It just, it's, I think it's a bad This idea. is why I love having people like you and Brian on the show because I'm like, it could really work. You're like, this is a horrible idea. You're like, really? <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I don't know how many porta potties are going to be, but yes. Um, yeah, let's move on to the next thing. All right. The Grand Mistake Update. Yes. Yikes. Multiple sources reported some new information about Downtown Grand and the likes. First up, after consolidating the Mob Bar and Red Mansion into their Stewart and Ogden restaurant, they've now decided to rename that restaurant to S.O. I don't know if it's because they thought it sounded more like 911 dispatch coordinates or, or what, but I don't, does that sound like a hipster place to eat? Like, oh, we should go eat at S.O. A few days after that, it was reported that the majority of Downtown Grand's leadership were replaced, including a new CFO, the VP of Casino Operations, as well as 40% reduction in staff. There was a moment of hope when Vegas Shadow reported on a large dining and booze discount rollout at pretty much everything in the property. However, Vital Vegas reported a few days later that another 20% of the staff were cut and all the rest are now considered part-time except for managers. Wow. The one thing that they did show, and you and I spoke about this, the large towers that they have, the large hotel towers that were advertising the property, they took down that advertising. So now it's just a giant blank slate where, where those signage was. And the first thing that popped into my head is I'm like, you know what this place needs? A shit ton of neon. Because nothing draws you down there. Like, look at the, look at the enhanced podcast picture. Does that look like a casino? It looks like shit. Well, it has a little sign that says casino. On one side. 
I'm just saying. Well, it there does. it is. On, on a street populated with more neon than any other place on this well, planet. No, it, it's not on the street. It's off the street. No, no. I mean, the while you're on so a street off, yeah. that has all this, you have this tiny little sign down the street like, we have a casino. There's a casino here. Yeah. I'm, Do you not think that would be... A, a, you, you clearly disagree with me about Rock and Rio <laughs> or, or, or the city of Rock, whatever yeah. it's going to be. Bathe this place in fucking neon like Fremont Street. Do you not think that would be a huge you know what, having, help? Having been in it... I honestly am tempted to stay there. I'm I disappointed think it's that it's, adorable. it's not doing well. So yeah, I think neon would help call some attention to it. So I, oh my God, I agree with you. Right? Like, wow. It is sad. It's it's something that we've talked about being part of 360 Vegas Vacation, and currently it's still part of it. But fuck, it may be closed by the time we 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 have that. But I I, I don't know. It's it's a huge disappointment. That property's way better than it's getting credit for. But I, I, I get it. Everybody who lives in Vegas, who are frequenters of Vegas, have said, you don't even know this place is a casino. When you look at it, you have no idea. No, you don't realize the two properties are connected until you like walk into them. But yeah, it's it's a zip line. Jesus, we're not doing a zip line in between. Come on. <laughs> yes! That's what we should no. do. I will say on a brighter note that Pizza Rock, one of the few successful yes. things uh. that have opened in the vicinity has been so insanely popular that they are expanding to include a microbrewery into it. I'm so looking forward to our next trip because we're literally spending two days downtown, which we haven't we done yeah. in three or four years. Pizza Rock's one of the reasons. I, I can't wait. I We went there so like excited. for snacks or something. I can't wait to actually go there and eat. I totally more. agree with you. Oh, so good. And I do also want to spend some more time at the Grand. I hope they're able to turn around whatever it is that they're having issues with because that, that property does have a shit ton of upside I, I, they just whatever neon bathe that motherfucking place in neon yeah, bathe but it. neon's expensive I know it's expensive but no one's coming there what's more expensive bankruptcy or neon <laughs> only if it brings people in I agree with you I agree mm. yeah. alright next up Pawnography I think you're actually going to like this oh, Pawn boy. Stars has once again created another spinoff this time however it's a spinoff of itself it's a game show called Pornography, starring everyone but the old man. When asked why he didn't join, he said he's 73 and already has a job. He doesn't need another one. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> now, the game features Rick, and contestants face off against Chumley and Corey for various items found in the vaults of the pawn shop. Items like a 1935 Bally's pinball machine and a 1950s Soviet high-altitude flight suit are a few examples of the items available that are handpicked by the Gold and Silver Pawn Shop's CFO. The process of selection was described as, quote, this has been in the warehouse for two years, and I bet Rick doesn't even remember he has it. <laughs> <laughs> this means the look of surprise on Rick's face is genuine and plays into the genuine desire to negotiate a repurchase of the prize from the contestant. Uh oh. Season one is out now and airs Thursday at 10 p.m. on the History Channel. I've already seen an episode of it. You and I are fans of Pawn Stars. It's exactly that. You can see. Please him. tell me you've DVR'd this. Oh, I, I want to watch this. That I, have. Again. Oh, I, I really want to see this. It is funny because it, it, it honestly is that. I mean, you think about that giant warehouse that you see on the show. He's just literally forgotten about things, and now it's like, oh, remember that awesome thing that you had? It's gone. Oh, it's two years. It's gone. So wait. So hold on. So. He honestly doesn't remember that this stuff is even in his warehouse someplace. That is that is exactly what the CFO says. I think I literally quoted yeah, it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that is exactly okay. what the CFO of, of 
gold and silver pawn says that that's how they determined what the price would be is things like going, it's two fucking years. I've seen it here. I know Rick doesn't know. It's I'm still surprised here. they have a CFO. I thought it was I all just the same thing. thing. But <laughs> whatever. But yeah, it's literally, you can see on the Enhanced Podcast, it's literally Rick sitting there reacting to everything that's going on, which also, not only does he react to the prize that like, oh, fuck, I didn't know we had this. He's also always infinitely embarrassed about how little Chumley and Corey know about the history questions that they're usually asking. No, I, I, I'm betting that at least Corey knows a lot more. Corey knows... Chumley, yeah. But you, well, you got to remember, Rick is always disappointed in anything anybody does less than what Rick can do. The, the funny thing is, I'm looking at this picture now, they've all lost a shitload of weight. You know what? I think Chumley looks a little creepy. He almost looks like um, they've, I don't know, CGI'd well, him or something. When, when you are when you were that fat and you start losing weight, I mean, Corey obviously has lost a shit ton. Rick has even lost weight. I, I'm just, yeah... This is interesting. Chumley, you're so used to seeing rounded parts that now that there are anything of part, you're like, ooh, what's, that, what's going on there? <laughs> well, now you wonder where the name Chumley came from, but whatever. All right. Chum. <laughs> so that's going to do it for the news. We do have some prop bets for those of you that are unfamiliar. Prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. So first up, Vegas Nocturne at Cosmopolitan has closed and could move to SLS Vegas. No word on when or what this means to Rose Rabbit Lie, as they are technically two different experiences with Rose Rabbit Lie being the dining experience component of the two. They said that they're going to have I something. Don't, I don't get what any of this is. You and I don't. This isn't I'm us. Sorry. This, I'm sorry. This is interactive Cirque, which is actually Cirque taken to the next level of unacceptability. Hmm. And I know a lot of people love it. It's just, it's just not for us. But I, I promise you, SLS just threw cash at them. To go, oh, let's do something cool and hip here. It doesn't know. When you consider the CEO, John Unwin, helped to develop the concept with Spiegel World, the people who do Absinthe, and now it's left your property pretty abruptly, I promise you people threw a shit ton of cash at them to get it to work. But it's it wasn't really for us. And they're still going to have some kind of a performance art aspect to Rose Rabbit Lie, but who knows? We'll see. At Melts Vegas reported that Caesars Properties are currently giving away tickets to the high roller to blackjack players who get a suited 21. No word how long this promotion will end, and it does sound a shit ton better than the deck of cards that you used to get. How long the promotion will end? How long the promotion will last? Uh, Ah. I'm awful. Uh. (laughs) Yes, how long it will will last. But I do you how many fucking decks of cards have we told them? No. Wait, I already no, I already have a deck of cards. I don't need them. I haven't because I haven't got that many suited. <laughs> yeah, not that many suited twenty ones. All right. Uh, it's also been reported that prices for a ride on the high roller have dropped to twenty dollars during the day and twenty five at night. We know that firsthand because that is what we pay to enjoy yep. it during our twenty four hours in Vegas. His Edge Vegas blog is also reporting on a rumor that Caesar's Palace will soon have a trial run with William Hill taking over their sports book. If it is successful, William Hill will begin running all the sports books at Caesar Entertainment Properties. Olivia Newton-John has extended her residency at the Flamingo with dates now available through January of 2015. Listen, here's one thing I'll say about Flamingo. I don't know how they do it, but they literally seem to take headliners that we all make fun of 
and make enough money at them that they keep... Ex- like, who ever would have thought Donnie and Marie would be there for five fucking years? Because of all the old folks that have all this discretionary income... But think about play. it. Before that, it was Tony Braxton. And may- maybe they really just looked at it and they were like, mm, sexy think, Vegas, no. I think old Tony, Vegas, mm, let's Donnie and Marie, probably a better get than... It's more general. Yeah. More of a, yeah. In an attempt to stir up some excitement, at Gen MGM PR tweeted a picture of the new signage atop the new Delano Tower. However, the underwhelmingness of it caused more to mock it than to celebrate it. It looks like they, they got the signage via a clearance sale at, at the Neon Museum. It, hopefully it's sparkly at night, but this close-up picture makes it look like shit. While we were away, it was reported that a man jumped off one of the hotel towers at Circus Circus and killed himself. Las Vegas Advisor reported that the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus has a new Batman-themed laser tag. Wait, how is this related? (laughs) (laughs) They're both at Circus Circus, Karen. So this is both at Circus Circus. Giada's is now serving lunch, or Giada's. I think it's Giada's is what Props Theory told us. Yeah, Like Jihad. Giadas. That's what he said. Yeah. Giadas is now serving lunch. Since open, the popularity has been such that reservations are booked out two to four weeks in advance at this point. It's her. It's her first restaurant. It's in Vegas. It's so interesting. Everybody's going to be there. I. We're interested. We're totally I, interested. I'm not as interested to wait like that long Whoa. for a reservation. Oh, no. Fuck no. But yeah. I, ho- I hope she does very well. I hope it's really good food. Props Stu said it was bland. Palace Station just renovated their sports book with all the upgrades you expect when such a renovation is made. Kind of de- vague. There were details, but I was like, right. so Oh, this boring. is one of those you're like, no more news. In all honesty, it was like, oh, yeah, they have this many big screens and this and that. Like, once every, we've heard this before. Once again, Trop has been unable to find a suitable resident act. After just three months, Mamma Mia is ending their residency at the property. Since closing Follies Bergere in 2009 after a 50-year residency, no headliner has been able to stay beyond two years minus wacky-haired Murray Sawchuck. Based on photos shared with the public to conjure up interest, SLS Vegas will have 3-2 Blackjack. No word if that will be throughout the property or if it will only be at selected tables. I just... I. This is coming from a guy that loves Vegas. I don't give a fuck. I've been reading stories left and right about SLS. I just don't care. To me, I have no interest to go. To me, it's like it's there. like if another property opened down by like where Hard Rock is. I just don't care. Now, while we were in Vegas, we saw that Aria had closed their city bar and lounge. Vegas Theater reported that they plan to invest 2.6 million dollars to turn it into Alibi Cocktail Lounge and Bar. It's going to be a a 24-hour-a-day rendezvous spot that sounds almost exactly like what City Bar was. Since it will be run by the Light Group, comparisons to their Deuce Lounge next to the Cirque Theater on the second floor have been drawn. I don't understand how you spend $2 million on a bar. What's a a 24-hour-a-day rendezvous spot? PR bullshit. Ultimate Poker is the official online poker room for El Cortez, making it the first downtown casino to be affiliated with online poker. There you go. Ever thought about balling on the high roller? Well, Vital Vegas wrote <laughs> Vital Vegas wrote an article about 11 tips on how to get away with it. 
as much as one can get away with it when every cabin is videotaped. <laughs> it's still an interesting story, but ultimately, when I when I got to the end of it, I'm like, oh, so we're still going to get caught? Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Kit McKid said he has filmed his own sex act on the high roller. Oh, please. Because Captain X Dave said, you know, you can buy the tape when you're done. Oh. And Kit McKid said, ah, there's no need. I filmed it myself. Nice. Yeah, so... Hmm. I'm a big fan of this. <laughs> Lottery manufacturer G-Tech announced that they are purchasing IGT for $6.4 billion. Wow. It's never been clear why IGT was considering selling, but the combination of the two will create the world's largest gaming equipment provider. FYI, IGT was already the largest slot manufacturer in the world. Now it's just technically gaming equipment. So what does G-Tech G-Tech primarily did lottery stuff. Hmm. Yeah. So the name IGT is expected to go away and be replaced by G-Tech. Considering they bought it, it's not really surprising. Yeah, really. Last weekend, Vital Vegas reported that the AC went out at Paris Las Vegas. (laughs) I just just wanted to rub that in Paris' face. (laughs) According to the Las Vegas advisor, it will soon be announced that Comaca at Cosmopolitan will be closing soon. What is it? Um, however, later it's an infusion in the place, week, isn't it? It's like the Asian and Italian fusion. I, I have no idea. Um, later in the week, they unveiled their new tour de beer program, giving <laughs> you the opportunity to enjoy 13 hard-to-find European craft beers. Awesome. Some details regarding the options available were shared by Vegas Eater and are available via the link on the blog. I just like to. Infl- I'd love to see what happens if this isn't a last-ditch effort for them to draw some. Some traffic in, or if Las Vegas advisors know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Former Asia singer John Payne is suing the Rock Vault show at LVH slash Westgate, claiming he was fired after he was forced to sign over his ownership rights to the production. He also claims he was not being paid the $1,000 per gig performance fee he was contracted to receive. $5,000 a week to perform at the LVH. Is yeah. there any way... That's accurate. Um, Mandalay Bay's Shark Reef has added three new animal interaction elements to their attraction. For an additional cost, you can feed either the stingrays, the turtles, or the zebra sharks. For more information, there's a link to the Vegas Chatter article. I would have done a bigger story about this, but I was like, there are probably a third of our audience that give a rat's ass about feeding stingrays. So there you go. For those of you concerned, it's official. The second guy who died at the Electric Daisy Carnival was from a drug overdose, a mix of ecstasy, cocaine, and ethanol, because here nothing gets you high like gasoline. (laughs) Vegas Eater reported that Barvadar's outdoor patio is investing $250,000 to upgrade its facilities, including adding new ceiling fans and fire features and flame appliances. Little baby Weber grills. (laughs) And lastly, the fat, bleach blonde, facial haired, self anointed culinary gangster Ed Hardy douchebag Guy Fierro will start serving brunch on August 1st. I hate him so much. Yeah, he's uh, amazingly, he's kind of replaced the other guy that you can't stand. Yeah, I I almost, I would almost hang out with fucking uh, the. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Before I would, I would. The worst part is, is you and I have talked about this extensively. This fucking mac and cheese, bacon, but like some of his food sounds interesting, 
but I fucking hate this guy more than I have the ability to articulate. It's almost like every guy that we've ever mocked, you know, for being a fucking Ed Hardy douchebag in Vegas, going to his restaurant is like meeting Ed Hardy, asking for a shirt and asking him to autograph it, and then saying, "Oh, I love your, I love your work." Oh, I just, I fucking hate him so much. God damn, I hate him so much. Yeah, I'm getting that. All right, so that's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Next up is playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the part of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. So first up on Monday, the dive-in movie doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan is Space Jam and Coach Carter. First movie starts at 7 p.m., the second at 9.30. Admission is free for guesting in the property and five bucks for everyone else. Thursday, movie night at Container Park is showing Napoleon Dynamite. Movie starts at 9 p.m., admission is free and only available to those 21 and up. Feel free to bring your own blankets or lawn chairs. Oh, I wonder how many people have sex doing that. I know you and I would totally try it. Oh, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, we get to bring out blankets. They'll never know. <laughs> the blankets we got from the room. Because we don't have any other blankets. Despite the repetition of movement. They'll never know. <laughs> oh, they're going to know. Gotta figure out how to be subtle. Especially when somebody oh, wait. somebody taps Mark, you. Mark you, being subtle. <laughs> while you're being tapped, make coitus going, sir, ma'am, you're gonna have to leave. Like, what? We're just watching the movie. <laughs> We're watching Nacho Libre. No, you're not. Thursday through Saturday, Star Trek convention 2014 is at the Rio. Various admission packages are available for single and multi-day admission. Prices start at 35 bucks. I have to be honest. I've, I've many a times, I, it's so easy with Star Trek, you know, that you want to make jokes about beating them up or them oh, being I'm, nerds or whatever. Nah. But flip flip the words and say Star Wars convention, we're there. We're there. I'm like, oh, yeah, Star Trek people are the nerds, but fucking retards like us are like going, I'm going to dress as a stormtrooper. Like, going, so, no, I'm not a nerd at all. Yeah, the worst part is is the early Star Wars stuff I'm probably... Okay, but they were TV. That's a little different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't I just, I don't want to go any farther because I'm, yeah, kind of a geek that way. Both sides. All right. Friday, Journey and Steve Miller Band are performing at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Weezer is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $68. Lady Gaga is performing at MGM Grand. The show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Kenny Wayne Shepherd is performing at the Pearl at Palms. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Blasphemous Rumors, a Depeche Mode tribute band. What a great fucking name. That is quality right there. It is, actually. They are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $13. And the Tough Enough Amateur MMA is going to be at the Plaza. Doors open at 6 p.m. Fights start at 7. Admission starts at $25. On Friday and Saturday, Caroline Ray and Wendy Liebman are performing at the Venetian. Shows start at 10 p.m. on Friday, 7.30 on Saturday. Tickets start at 9... Er, tickets start at 60 bucks. 
And Saturday, Legends of Hip Hop featuring DMX, EPMD, Big Daddy Kane, Naughty by Nature, Bismarcky, and more are performing at The Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. I didn't realize, one, that DMX was out of prison. And two, <laughs> how far from grace have these people come when they start splitting $40? <laughs> um... Considering, yeah, uh, maybe maybe just skip to the last one and then yeah. we'll, we'll move on. Skip to the last one. You mean you mean the next one? Yeah. And lastly, one. Aerosmith featuring Slash because I think Steven Tyler and Perry, what's his name? Steve, uh, Dave, something Perry. Yeah, Mike, Perry Mike, something. David Perry, David uh, Perry, nope. Christopher Perry. Nope. Hezekiah Steven Perry. Tyler, Steve <laughs> Perry. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Whoever their former lead guitarist was. Who's pissed off at Steven Tyler. Yeah, as, yeah. as the history of their relationship has been. Slash is filling in for them. They're going to be at the MGM Grand. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $163. It is an interesting That's combination. That's where they start? But it's an interesting combination. Aerosmith with Slash. That's interesting. I wonder if it'll be Slash with Michael Jackson. Oh, Joe Perry. There you go. That's what it was. Every time that Slash has had anything to do with Michael Jackson life, he's always like played whatever because he did Black or White. He's the one that, that played the solo in Black oh, or White. Oh, he did. Every time he's ever performed live with Michael Jackson, he always goes off on his own and plays whatever live solo. He's like, "Fuck you, Michael. I don't." The fact that I'm here, you're lucky I'm here. I'm fucking rocking out. I don't care. <laughs> and Michael always will always just be like, oh, "This is what we expected. This is what we expected." <laughs> like, you know, Michael did a good job of covering it up. It's all good. Joe Perry. That's who he is. Joe Perry. Joe Perry, we miss you. All right. So that's going to do it for... What the hell was that? <laughs> Playing Vegas. All right. Next up are Vegas Deals. is a part of the show where we try to save you money on your next trip to Vegas. Actually, have some good ones. Hold on. Support the show when you book your next trip to Vegas and get discount rooms in Vegas at all of Caesars Entertainment properties, including Planet Hollywood, Cromwell, and the Quad. Oh, the link now. There's a link? That's my fault. No, no, no. Remember, Simply, it's, it's now, the Quad is now the I'm, link. Uh, yeah, I'm not calling it that yet. <laughs> um, simply go to the blog, click on the link, click on the banner. <laughs> Click on the banner and go about making your reservation. Mm. This is a, just a clusterfuck. Although this is a cool deal. So the high roller at Link has a happy hour daily from 4 to 7. For 25 bucks, you get a ride on the observation wheel as well as an open bar in one of the bar pods. They Remember, have, we talked about this. They one. have bar pods. They I told do. you. They just roll them in. Yep. yep. Lock them down, roll them in. Yeah, we were when we were on the high roller, which we've decided for those in, in the chat who have decided to enjoy the live show, we're going to do that as a bonus round, but it's going to be soon, we promise, because we know how much people enjoy the, the trip report. So we're just going to treat it like 24 hours in Vegas is a trip report, but it's, it's it, trust me, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But one of the things that Karen and I were talking about when we were on it is we were trying to figure out what would help get more occupancy on the high roller because it's really a fun ride. It's, it's pretty cool. 
but it is. It, it's it's kind of yeah. You need a bar. Yeah. Well, we talked about that. And we started bathroom. looking at how they had their setup, yeah. and if you look at the floor, you could see not only did it have d detachable floor panels, but it also had. I don't even know what you call them, but clearly where you could put stakes into something to get it to, to be stable as it's moving. Not like oh, that yeah, thing moves no, faster. They're, anything, they're all on the floor. You can see where they But we in. fucking knew it, and we speculated that that would be the case. Well, clearly that is what they do from 4 to 7, is that you can get on one of the bar pods. I think that's fucking brilliant. I would easily shell out 25 bucks for an open fucking bar. I, I would even pay for a fucking cash bar. To just be on, on the fucking high roller. And get, I'm guessing it's a cash lit. bar. I don't think it's an open bar. Well, that's what it's it says. It's a bar pod. Is that what it said? Yeah, no. open bar in one of the bar pods. Open bar one. Oh. We'd have to hardcore it. <laughs> we can't just get a night in 30 minutes. We'll fucking tear this shit up. <laughs> yeah, but no bathroom. So. Uh, whoa, I didn't think yeah. about that. <laughs> Make sure We'd have to start Howard using right it. Just before? line up pee bottles. Oh. No? No. It seems like a reasonable. Easier for you than for me. <laughs> that's right. All right, the next deal we want to talk about. Locals get 50% off of bar and restaurants at Tropicana. You need to sign up for their Players Club card. The 50% off does include both of their fine dining options at Biscayenne Steakhouse and Bacchio. And now here's an anti-deal. Downtown Grand's freefall continues as it was announced that they are no longer offering free valet. Only those that spend money at the property will still get it. To get free parking, your ticket will now need to be validated. BLT Burger has a late night happy hour Monday through Thursday from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. You can get half off of wine by the glass, draft beer, and well drinks, as well as half off their starters. Thanks to Edge Vegas for their heads up. We actually enjoyed that at the original 360 Vegas vacation. We tore that up. <laughs> yeah, we did. Which they have top quality fucking chicken wings. We I don't think we ever talked about that. They have really good, not not necessarily the wings and of themselves, but the sauces. Quality hot. It, it's good. I, I recommend it. Totally good. Okay. I'm excited about that. That's going to do it for Vegas Deals. Let's move into coming attractions. It's all right. I think we're having fun now. We kind of loosened up a little I'm, bit. I'm, I'm freaking hammered. No. Um, well... <laughs> This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Wasn't that where we got the uh, tickets for new kids? That is where we got it. And and the corn tickets, we got them there too. Oh, the corn tickets. I Listen, mm -hmm. I obviously anybody can take this with a grain of salt because this is clearly a paid sponsor. I love this fucking site. As a matter of fact, every concert since they introduced me to this and they started promoting yeah. with us, I started looking into it. I haven't bought concert tickets anywhere else because you get to pick the goddamn. You know where you're going. You to know sit. where the seats are. Yeah, it's I'd, awesome. And we we honestly we paid um, we paid more for the new kids tickets Excessive. than the face value. It was late. But, it was two weeks before that fucking right, concert, which is fine. But that and the corn tickets were phenomenal. Two of the best the, concert yeah. seating we've ever had. Yeah, if we get to keep doing that, I'm going to be really spoiled it's here for too long. It's worth paying. Uh, listen, you are going to pay more going through accessvegas.com, but if you enjoy the... And you, you want to know exactly where you're going to yes, be, where you're going to be absolutely. and when. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, I, it's totally worth it. And they didn't pay for that extra advertisement. I'm just giving it to you, truthfully. All right, kick us off. I Heart Music Festival in 2014. Dates and lineup information were announced this week. It will be Friday and Saturday, September 19th and 20th. 
The two shows at the MGM Grand Arena are on Friday and Saturday, both starting at 7.15 p.m. The Saturday event at The Lot, across the street from Luxor, starts at 11 a.m. Friday. <laughs> Sorry, it's early. Friday, artists include Usher, Bastille, Nicki Minaj, Ariana Grande, and more. Ooh, who's more? Ariana? Ariana, yeah. I'm, I feel like such a creepy old man that I find her insanely hot. She's technically legal. It's yeah, right. But it's still. The problem is, Google Ariana Grande and look at pictures. It's all of her as a fucking kid. Yeah. It's so fucking yeah. creepy. Why I was Googling Ariana Grande, I don't, I, I, I'm, I don't need to answer that oh. question. <laughs> I hate to say it. The rest of this sounds really bad. Well, we On have Saturday, yes. uh, Iggy Azalea, Paramore. One Direction, Train, and more. Saturday at the lot. Lil John. Lil. Lil John. Lil. He's a small guy. (laughs) Neon Trees. (laughs) Magic. Hey. I fucking hate Magic. I fucking hate him so much. You've only heard one song. I don't need to hear another song. song. That song isn't a... Maybe they're not all reggae. Maybe it's just one song. I don't care. I don't care. And again, Iggy Azalea. It's so weird to me that Iggy Azalea's like, no, 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 no. Can I do both? Like, oh, she's on every fucking song on the that is a good on the radio right but now. Isn't it she's weird gonna that show like up wherever she, gets, she can. She yeah. gets the headline at the MGM Grand. Like, oh, we also have a lot thing, you know, for the lesser guys. Like, going, can I do that? Like, Iggy, that's for the lesser guys. Like, no, no, oh, well, no I want to do it. She's gonna pop in. <laughs> Trust me. She'll be there. She'll pop in and be beautiful. Tickets start at 178 bucks. Would you ever go to those? Nope. Why? Because I don't have a seat. Okay, okay. There are <laughs> seats in the MGM Grand. So let's say you could get a seat in the MGM Grand and you're in Las Vegas, would you would you go? Uh, uh no. iHeart Music Festival, yes. This? No. What this is the iHeart Music oh, Festival. It is? Huh? You go. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're still doing the same story. Jesus, you are lit. No, I just honest to God, wasn't paying attention. Um eh, maybe. I don't think I would. I think it would end up being in the same realm as, remember when we did... If, if like, I got to see, hold on, if I got to see um, Bruno Mars perform... Okay. That was ridiculous. ...how he That's, did last year... That was ridiculous. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Here's here's why I think I wouldn't ultimately do it, because you and I, hands down, the thing we love most on this planet as far as entertainment is the NFL. We adore it. It's our favorite sport. It's yep. the thing we... Literally, our entire Sunday... like. When we record a regular show, I start to edit it on Saturday. I edit it up until noon, and then we watch football. As a matter of fact, when the show first came out, I used to edit through the show, and we would DVR a Browns game, and then I'd watch it. Yeah. But Karen... I got pissy. ...fucking hated it. So we had to redo the way we recorded it because it's something that, as long as Karen and I have been together, it's something we've always enjoyed together. Sunday is the day where her and I spend the entire day together. We just watch NFL football. So... We changed the way I did it. I would start editing right away, and then I'd edit first thing in the morning. As soon as the game start, boom, I stop, and, 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 and we go from there. So what I think is in Vegas, we took two of our loves. We took Las Vegas, and we took the NFL, and we're like, you know what would be awesome? If we fucking watch the NFL yeah, in it Vegas. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't good. Horrible. Bad the worst idea. experience ever, because we're like, we're in Las Vegas. Why are we watching fucking TV? I think that would happen. If we went to something like that that was like a three-hour concert, we'd be like, why the fuck are we sitting? We're in Las Vegas. Well, but I but, will say. But. I know you're about to say it. Go ahead. Oh, I'm excited. Maybe you're not going to say it. Go ahead. <laughs> say what you're going to say. So what I was going to say is the, the football in Vegas starts at like uh, 10 a.m. This starts at 7 p.m. Vegas time. So 
the big issue with like gambling on football or whatever, watching it in Vegas, is you're inside all day when the sun's out. Mm-hmm. This is already starting at night, so it's a different angle. I, I was going to say, uh, uh, I, I, you're definitely right on this. Uh, you're, the, oh the my point god, you're making. really? Shut up! But I'm going to I'm going to piggyback this. I'm, right, I'm, right, I'm going right. to piggyback this and say. One of the things that we always say we're in Vegas by going, why are we fucking doing this? We can do this anywhere. We're mm-hmm. in Vegas. We should do shit we can only fucking do in Vegas. You can only do iHeart Music in Vegas. Yeah, that's true. All right, so I guess I have to recant everything I just said. <laughs> All right, Judas Priest is at the Pearl at Palms Friday, November 14th. Show- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Did that come out? Tell him what you did. Did that come out? Oh, I did. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> South Park back. Sorry. Keep going. They're going to be at the Burlet Bombs Friday on November 14th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $81. Shania Twain has decided not to extend her Vegas residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Her final performance will be Saturday, December 13th this year. I wonder if she's going to go on tour like Celine did or if she's just going to fade into obscurity again. I, I think she's done. You I, really think she's just done with her career? It's like, eh, no, it's not going to get much better I than don't this. think she's done with her career. I, I don't. This was a really good, actually, revitalization for her. You got to remember, she kind of disappeared off the planet when she married Mutt. Mutt Lang. Yeah. Who cheated on her. With her next door neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think this was a really good kind of her being like, yeah, people still like me. I think she'll she'll do another album. Another she'll album, do a, tour, kind of. Yeah, a, but I, I don't, yeah, she's she's not done done, but she's not going to be a Vegas staple. Like, she still has more music. She has more music to give to the world. <laughs> Sorry. All right, really all right, bad. Fair enough. Yeah. Trapped is performing their debut album in its entirety at Vinyl at Hard Rock Sunday, October 5th. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at $17. I love when bands do this. I love when bands do this. Yeah, except I don't. Well, know I, mean, I mean, we're not are, but, yay. Bands, but Go it's, for them. Yeah, exactly. Empire Records, which is a 90s cover band, is performing at Vinyl Friday, August 1st. Show starts at 9.30, and admission is free. Free. That's a great name for a band. It is. Especially I'm in 90s I'm kind of band. interested. It's quality. Hmm. The Clippers versus Nuggets preseason game will be played at Mandalay Bay Saturday, October 18th. Game starts at 7.30 p.m. Admission is $22 and goes as high as $700. So I'll bet there are about 30 seats that are $22. Mayweather versus Medina? May, <laughs> May, Maidena. Medina. Medina. Medina 2. Apparently they fought before. <laughs> <laughs> they will be at MTM Grand on Saturday, September 13th. Fights start at 3 p.m. Seems early. Tickets start at 375 bucks and go up to 1700 I thought the same thing, that that was really fucking early for a fight, but I don't know if... if actually, no, that doesn't even make any sense when you... Wait a minute. Think about it. If it's going to be 3... At 3. It'll Man. be five on... Yeah, I agree. That's all fucked up. Oh, no. It's going to be six on the East Coast time. Even then, seven I'll give you. Seven, I'm like, okay, I'll start at seven. But I, yeah, six, that seems early. Maybe they have, maybe they have a shit ton of undercards. Led Zeppelin two, a Led Zeppelin tribute band, for those of you recently suffering massive head trauma. They're going to be performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday, September 26th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $29. Oh, I'm so... Excited about this next one, Karen. 
I'm not. I'm, I'm looking for like the Purell and everything else. Uh, <laughs> you don't. You don't want to. You don't want to set up shop and sell grilled cheese sandwiches for three days. Yeah. So Fish is performing <laughs> at the MGM Grand on Friday, October 31st through Halloween. Through. There's more, Karen. I know. Through Sunday, November 2nd. Three days. Awesome. <laughs> Shows start each night at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 70 bucks. We had a buddy of mine who, uh, a buddy of mine, <sighs> I used to work in retail management. And, uh, one in of a record my, store. One of my early, well, it's not a record store. Let's it not. Was, uh, it's, in this, okay. it's in the same idea in of the, it. The new age is a CD store, whatever. See, Buy and it's sell a digital CDs. media. Right. Video games, that kind of stuff, yes. Right. Okay, yeah. so uh, once upon a time, that is what I did. And I had an assistant manager that was eventually promoted to a manager of his own store who was a huge fish fan. And uh, like white boy dreads and everything. It was a whole thing. And he, he's the one that told me, the, which apparently is a really common thing with fish people, that when he's at, like, he tried to get me to listen to an album once during an inventory thing or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. Fucking let's do it. And I caught him dancing at one point and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he's like, they always say you know, fish concerts, you should dance like no one's looking, but like, you should you should be aware people are looking. <laughs> because you should not no, no. You have yeah. far too confidence in that. <laughs> far too much confidence. But yeah, there, it's 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 fish. <sighs> Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. There you go. All right. So, is, is that really going to do it for this? That, that will do it for, for this For episode week. 140. I'll really? Tell you, I'll tell you one thing. The one thing that I do love about this, and it's something that, that I always thought about when it came to doing the live show, is that I wanted to share with the listeners what actually recording this show is. Because, you know, I spend, no bullshit, hours editing these shows. I mean, when you consider each show is an hour, it usually takes me anywhere from three to five hours to edit the show, whether it be putting in the background noise or, you know, the, the segment transition uh, uh, songs that we've got. It's it's trying to make the best show that we can. And every once in a while, and this is a perfect example of it, where best intentions just fall flat sometimes we just aren't funny or or maybe we are funny oh i'm sure we're entertaining but we're we might not so be funny nervous. but we're really entertaining we, we, like we so want to bring you the best show that we can well, that we nervous. try too hard i'm not to nervous. be funny and, you try and just too hard. Well, okay so it's primarily did. you did primarily me i'm gonna leave every time you fucked up in this episode just for that oh yeah. i don't care that's fine it it's, it's a digital ball tag right on you so that's gonna do it for episode 140 Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent, we read all the iTunes reviews on the shows. Mark is all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those on the blog as well. So we're good? Yeah. August 23rd, once again, Saturday, August 23rd will be the next live show. Other than that, we'll see you next week.